Sports powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. And you like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nationals on demand sports talk network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show, for our business, and they help you guys out. TennesseeTickets.com. I know our guy Robert there in the comment section on Facebook went to the Preds game with his buddies. TennesseeTickets.com. You can save money with zero hidden fees. Trust them with that. And promo code AZ10 saves you another $10 off. Any ticket savings, any ticket purchase, which could be a Preds game, Titans tickets, uh, also any sporting event, concert, any event you've got, TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area, RentersWarehouse.com is where you should go to find out how much your home can rent for. Because there are alternatives to selling your home uh, when you move. Renters Warehouse can help you build equity in that home that you already own. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. And man, do the pulse of fitness because one 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five plus hours in the weight room with full body electronic muscle stimulation. It's also easy on your joints. If you got a bad hip, bad knee, bad shoulder, bad whatever, make your muscles around that injury stronger. That will help you out in the long run. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Uh, Zach, big video over the weekend. And yes, not talking about the, uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be from Trey Adams of Washington that you had go viral over the weekend? But Tom Brady and Julian Edelman and Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon's very forgotten. Like This is the only time Jimmy Fallon is forgotten about when he's with two other people. But they're all at the Syracuse-North Carolina basketball game. And then some guy behind Edelman and Tom Brady catch Mike Vrabel's clean-shaven face on a cell phone that Julian Edelman is, is holding uh, FaceTiming with Tom Brady. What was your initial reaction the first time you saw that? So I, I kind of you followed the story because that wasn't just the first video. The first video was of the the, the, the camera panning to Edelman and Tom Brady, and Edelman saying he's coming back, he's coming back, and then Tom Brady kind of giving him the big brother eye, like shut the f up. Yes. Okay, not saying that. But eyes can tell a story, right? They can. They're like, I really wish you would stop talking and stop doing it. Right? And then the lip reading of the possibility of him saying he's not, I think that sparked maybe a conversation of a FaceTime between Mike Vrabel and Tom Brady. The internet obviously blew up. I mean, this is real time, So you too. think Vrabel was sitting at home or somewhere watching yeah. the game? And, and some, you think Tom Brady's tuning into Syracuse versus North Carolina? Uh, and, and you seeing, mean Mike Vrabel? Yeah, yeah, sorry. You think Mike Vrabel's tuning into that game on TV? He doesn't, I don't think he necessarily has to tune in. I think that he got wind, okay. right? Got wind of it. And then they're friends. And, and Mike Vrabel has said this before. Like, we saw this when the Patriots came and practiced against the Titans this past training camp. You could tell the relationship between Mike Vrabel and Tom Brady. We Speaking of viral videos, the one that Austin got of, of Tom Brady yelling back and forth between Mike Vrabel prior to practice. After the practice, you saw them talk when the family was all around. So they have a friendship first and foremost. But I think that that friendship could be a massive asset through all of these Tom Brady rumors. Because one thing that we can recognize, Tom Brady this offseason – Wants to be wanted. He he does. He wouldn't be doing all of these things. He wouldn't be uh, you know rumored to host teams here in a couple of weeks once free agency starts. 
He wants to be wanted in 2020. And I think everything's out on the table. I don't think that it is that far-fetched that he returns to the New England Patriots, but I also don't think it's that far-fetched that he winds up in a different uniform. So I I, I thought that I thought that it, it just it kind of just continued everything that we love about these Tom Brady rumors with Mike Vrabel, that relationship, all these New England Patriots fans freaking out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it could happen. I don't think that it's, I don't think that it is out of the question that Tom Brady could be a Tennessee Titan next season. Okay. I don't think it's out of the question that he could be somewhere else either. But because of that relationship, you can't hide from this. You cannot hide from it. Right. And my first reaction, because I asked you your first reaction to that. So I was not watching any basketball. I was not watching really any sports this weekend. But I did see this. Vi- I saw no, the- Not XFL guy? No, I didn't. I didn't have time. I was moving. Uh, you want to be honest? I, I was I- moving furniture all Saturday. And I passed out <laughs> with a half a drink left at 830 Saturday night. Uh, not on my phone. But uh, I did see the, the video. I first thought it was fake. I first thought because I, I rarely do I trust video that I think could be tampered with. I thought that some college student who's probably really smart because he goes to Syracuse or something is able to... You thought it was fake? I thought there was a chance that it could be fake. Nah. And so I wanted to wait. I was not going to do anything with it. I wanted to wait. I was like, I don't believe it yet. And then when I see national outlets start sharing it and posting it and posting it and posting it, I'm like, okay, it's definitely real. And and then I saw Eric Bacharach of the Tennessee and was like, well, when, how often does Mike Vrabel shave? Because he had a beard at the combine, but then later on the combine week, he was clean shaven because he was clean shaven on that FaceTime video. So then I bought in that it was real. Yeah, because right? it made sense. It, 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 it does make sense. It does make a lot of sense. And a lot of people were asking, like, is this tampering? And Patriots fans, if Tom Brady goes elsewhere, then Patriots fans will be bitching up a storm about how the Titans or whoever was tampering with Tom Brady uh, weeks and weeks before he had actually hit uh, free agency and it's not tampering if he and Mike Vrabel have a conversation because they've been friends for two decades but it is tampering if they have conversations directly related to football matters and roster matters and free agency matters and so they can talk as much as they want about not that about anything but that but okay and and I'm not sitting here saying that anything was discussed about you know contracts or money or whatever I, I don't think that that happened I think that they were friends they were FaceTiming Julian Edelman Obviously, has a relationship with Mike Vrabel, and they were talking, right? I just find it funny that Mike Vrabel and Tom Brady, who are in their 40s, have FaceTime way more recently than I have. Like, I, I FaceTime is not anything I think about using ever. Uh, that's a that's a personal preference. I FaceTime. I don't mind FaceTime. I don't FaceTime. I do think here is something. I think that this relationship can only benefit the Tennessee Titans. Of course, right? They have. The upper hand. Now, tampering, all that stuff, you that, that, that's up to the NFL, right? But when everything does go down and Tom Brady is hosting teams, feeling out his suitors, like Austin, let's just say, like, right, we're friends, yes, right? Yes, Well, on, on and off this show. If something was going on... Probably just off the show. You, we, I could have a conversation with Correct. you. And I, because trust has been built... We could speak about off-the-record type things. Sure. Don't tell me that that, the possibility of that happening is not a high percentage between Mike Vrabel and Tom Brady, right? I mean, there's a possibility of that. 
It's it's more likely that Tom Brady talks very honestly and openly to Mike Vrabel than he would to John Gruden, right? Or 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 anybody with the Chargers organization, Joey Bosa. Like, come on, right? So I think that that's an advantage, and I I'm not sitting here saying that that they were tampering, have been, or will be. I'm not saying that, but the possibility of the Tennessee Titans having more information going into this free agency, during this free agency, when it when it comes to the Tom Brady quarterback carousel, as they say, I think that's a leg up. And I and so I, if I was a Titans fan and Look, I went on Mississippi Radio this past week on Friday, and they wanted to know, what is the landscape of the Titans fan base on how they feel about Tom Brady? Mm -hmm. And I was honest with them. I was like, honestly, we have a lot of Titans fans that want Tom Brady, but there is a lot of Titans fans that don't. They they don't want the washed-up, greatest quarterback of all time at 42, 43, 44. They don't want that. They want more of Ryan Tannehill because he's young 30s, he had an unbelievable, spectacular year that led them to an AFC Championship game appearance. So it really is split. It's not just like Brady to the Titans, everybody wants that yeah, to happen. Yeah, like Jared uh, Hicks right here on Facebook says, hopefully this is just a friends thing because I don't want any more of than that. That He doesn't want necessarily Tom Brady coming. So let's ask our first question to you guys and get you guys more involved. Tom Brady FaceTiming with Mike Vrabel. Is this a big deal, small deal, or a no deal? Because... Tom Brady set to hit free agency. We'll talk more about how the NFL CBA, uh, you know, cloudy situation can impact this. But Tom Brady and Mike Vrabel FaceTiming with each other. This is a big deal, small deal, or no deal. But first, Zach is going to tell you guys more about TennesseeTickets.com. Yes, Tennessee Tickets. I, I did see on here at the beginning of the show, Robert t- went to that pregame right before the Preds. He did. The food was fantastic. The atmosphere, the drinks were flowing. And the reason why Robert was attending is because he bought tickets to the Preds game, which automatically got a free tailgate session right there with TennesseeTickets.com prior to the game. They do those periodically. They they really hook up their clients and their customers, right? They value them. They're a local uh, market right there, and that's the reason why they're our title sponsor. TennesseeTickets.com, promo code AZ10 at checkout. Plus, if you're a Titans fan and you have season tickets, they will buy those tickets from you, right? So you don't have to go to Craigslist, meet up with some creepy guy in the middle of a parking lot. <laughs> go to TennesseeTickets.com, give them a call. They will buy your tickets if you can't go to a certain game, but you want to keep your PSL. So, Promo code AZ10 at checkout. That's TennesseeTickets.com. All right, A to Z Sports here on a Monday, live in studio, asking you guys a question. Uh, is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Mike Vrabel and Tom Brady were FaceTiming uh, Saturday night at a Syracuse basketball game? The first couple things I saw on Periscope, uh, Loke Dog says no deal. Uh, Donald says it's a, it's a small deal. Hopefully they're just messing with everybody else and just trolling the media and NFL fans everywhere. So let's read some Facebook comments, and then, Austin, we will get your answer. Timothy says, very small deal. John says, small deal. uh, Roderick says, it's definitely a big deal. Jason says, small deal. Matthew says, no deal. Alex says, gotta be big. So there's a whole range of different answers. Marquis says, no deal. Sean says, small deal. Barry goes with small deal. Dion says, I think it's bigger than you think. And uh, again, I kind of stated what I think at the beginning 
But I, I look, it, there, there, there's a, a plethora right. of answers. Right, Deborah so, goes with small deals. So Real Morg just said something on Periscope that I, that I find interesting. What if, because Brady and Vrabel are so tight, that they have an understanding together that the Titans and Tom Brady are not a thing that's actually going to happen? In Real Mort's uh, hypothetical that he just tossed up there on Periscope. What if Tom Brady and Mike Vrabel, if Brady went to Vrabel and said, hey, help me out. Help me get some leverage. Help me out. Help me get the Patriots jealous a little bit. And what if they're just flirting with each other and having all this fun on national uh, social media everywhere for everybody to see, for the Patriots to get a little bit jealous, and nothing's going to happen, and the Titans signed Ryan Tannehill, and it was always going to be Tannehill, and Brady just wanted to get more interest in his market, especially from the Patriots. I don't think you can say that. And I think for a couple of reasons. First of all, you can't just sit there and say it's always going to be Tannehill because you don't know what those negotiations are like because it is a quarterback, it is a large sum of money. I think at the end of the day, they're just friends, right? Like that's again, I talked. It's a good thing for the Titans, but I don't think they have this elaborate scheme to give Tom Brady leverage to make more money. It, he's a he's a six time Super Bowl champion. Like, geez, come on. Like This is the first time he's going to hit the open market. And and I get that. And he's acting differently than he has in the past. Granted that. we don't know because he's never been in the situation before. Well, that's why he's acting differently than he has in the past. That's why I said that. I think that Mike Vrabel FaceTiming Tom Brady is just two friends joking. I think think that was stemmed from what happened at the beginning of the game when Edelman's yelling, he's back, he's back. And then maybe you're, maybe they were FaceTiming because Mike Vrabel was recognizing that death stare that Tom Brady uh, shot Edelman's away because you know it was it, it literally feels like a big brother's little brother relationship, sure. right? Yeah. So I'm not looking into it as that they're scheming. I don't think that they're scheming. I do think that they're just very good friends and have been for quite some so time. So Barry says, I'm with you, Zach, just friends. <laughs> it's like uh, we're talking about I, their I dating. I, I, you know? I, I literally feel like I'm talking about like some, like, like I, I'm in high school and I'm talking about two, like, friends of friends of, like, a potential, like, two friends groups joining together to become one. James says, even you guys though... guys dating? We're just friends. We're just friends, okay? James We says, just like hanging out. I, James says he sees Vrabel <laughs> ribbing Tom like he would Lawan on social media stuff. Like, can't stay away, can you? Or, really, fellas? And having a laugh, Vrabel's, Vrabel is plugged into social media. We do know Mike Vrabel pays attention to what's going on because of what's come out of busting with the boys, with Lawan oh, yeah. talking about him getting He's on. not oblivious. Yes, Mike Vrabel knows what's happening. And I, the, back to the Just Friends thing, usually, and I, I'm not going to sit here and predict, but this is kind of what it's trended to. Usually when you have to justify how good of friends you are, you usually start dating at some point, right? Yeah. We're just friends, we're just friends. I don't know, three weeks later, uh, they're in a full-fledged relationship. So I'm not trying to read the tea leaves from that to say that Brady and Vrabel will be. Well, there's also the just friends, people who have been hooking up behind the scenes, behind everybody's back the entire time. Is this something that's been happening? We have no idea, but it could be anything. Yeah, and Edelman was definitely trolling, right? Yes, like, Edelman's there just solely because he was laughing. When you're laughing yes. and you're trolling, that was a troll job. Right. And I, we were, I respect the Edelman full-fledged troll job to his buddy Tom Brady that he knows. I mean, these Tom Brady rumors, we will talk about Tom Brady probably at least once a week for the rest of, of the, the next time. three weeks. Right? Because March 16th, in two Mondays, guys, in two Mondays, the legal... 
tampering period is open. And some pe more people asking of Rabel and Brady tampering with each other. Only if they're talking about free agency. That's the only way those two guys can be considered tampering because they've been friends for two decades. So let me get to a couple things that I read this morning, like actual reports about what's going on with Tom Brady. Uh, first from Peter King, who's doing his 30 bits about uh, the NFL Combine. He says, Tom Brady, one NFL exec told me, is the domino paralyzing the entire NFL right now because we don't know what's going to happen. The, the lack of a CBA extension is what's holding up a potential contract extension discussion between Tom Brady and the Patriots and that there was a lot of informed speculation. This is from Peter King. Informed speculation that the Raiders, Chargers, Colts, and Titans could all be in play uh, with Tom Brady. Then... Uh, from Dan Graziano and Jeremy Fowler of ESPN.com, they talk about Tom Brady being that the Tom Brady race is wide open. One team execs of the Titans were the best on-the-field fit based on their play-action offense, Derrick Henry, their athletic pass catchers, particularly Johnny Smith at tight end, which is a Brady necessity. And the Chargers have weapons and business needs. I think the Titans also have weapons and business needs. The Titans and Chargers both want to sell more. They both want to up their marketability in their market, especially the Chargers being in L.A. for the second year now or third year now. So, And the wild thing in this Dan Graziano-Jeremy Fowler report is that, you ready for this one? Two people close to Antonio Brown tell us that Brady keeps in constant contact with Antonio Brown and has told Brown that he wants to play with him wherever Brady goes next. So wherever Brady lands, there could be some ABTB12 uh, reconciliation right, there. You had me up until that point. That saying, is it's trash. All, it's well, all yeah, because anybody close to Antonio Brown, I don't want to be around, right? Don't trust that guy. If you're close to Antonio Brown, run. Run for the Hollywood Hills because that I do not put any stake into that. A.B. is, let's just, let's just say it, he is unstable, okay? You don't, guys around unstable people are usually unstable themselves. So I'm going to put that little sector, and I get it. It was reported. You just said what you said. But I'm going to squirt that up, and I'm going to toss it in the lake. Okay? <laughs> that means nothing to me. Oh, man. I, I, I just think every time we had the Tom Brady conversation, I, I'm always like, if I'm Tom Brady, the Titans are like the number one spot I want to go to for everything football. But again, the Tennessee Titans have to play the game. Are they okay with allowing Ryan Tannehill to hit the open market with the hope of maybe getting Tom Brady where they could lose or not get either? Or do you want to just lock up Ryan Tannehill, which I said last week when we were live from Kings Bowl, I preferred go ahead and lock up Ryan Tannehill, run it back, move forward with what you got. But the Tom Brady stuff is just insanely intriguing from a business standpoint. If you're Amy Adams Strunk, I feel like it, I feel like Amy Adams Strunk is telling John Robinson and Mike Vrabel says go get Tom Brady because that changes everything about her business and it is a business and Amy Adams Strunk wants to win but she I think she can see a lot of opportunities opening with the Titans as a as a team in the NFL if Tom Brady comes to Nashville and plays two years. Yeah, and so to answer the question, what do you think, uh, Austin? Tom Brady f FaceTiming Mike Vrabel on Saturday night, is that a big deal, small deal, or no deal? I definitely don't think it's a no deal uh, because there's speculation, as Peter King puts it, informed speculation that the Titans are in play for this happening. So is it a big deal? I think it's a small deal just because 
Uh, I know Vrabel's a jokester, and we've seen Vrabel do stuff like this, and Vrabel having fun, and with guys that he's close with. I I think it's a small deal. I think it's a big deal, and really? I'll tell you the reason why. I think that their relationship is important. I think it's important when it comes to the possibility of Tom Brady joining the Tennessee Titans this offseason. And I'll tell you the other reason why I think it's a big deal when we go back to FaceTiming. They're really good friends. They're not just friends. They're really good friends. Because you FaceTime, when you FaceTime somebody, you FaceTime your really good friends. You don't FaceTime Joe Schmo that he hadn't talked to in like six months, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't do that. You FaceTime the people that you're in constant contact Unless with. Unless there's a baby involved. Yeah, but there's no baby involved. There is no baby involved. There's no baby. We know that. Yeah. So that's why this is a big deal because, as I said at the beginning of the show, this is an upper hand for the Tennessee Titans, no matter how you swing it. Everybody knows that, right? So I think that I think this is a good thing. If you want Tom Brady on the Tennessee Titans, all the stuff that happened this weekend is a positive. Now, whether it will happen, I don't know. We're going to find out in the coming weeks. But I do think Tom Brady, as he's been reported as, as, as said, is he is going to host teams. Why do you want me, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback ever to play the game on your team? And how much do you want me to pay? How much do you want to pay me to do it? Right? Yeah. I think him talking to all those other teams is a positive. And I'm not sitting here ever saying that Mike Vrabel is going to tamper with Tom Brady, but they're going to talk. If they're FaceTiming now, I don't think they're going to stop FaceTiming anytime soon. I just don't think that happens. And I don't think Goodell's going to check the records, right? This is not McBillions, which I think you need to watch. I have not. Yeah, or McMillions. It's yeah. really big billions now. That is a great show because there it's FBI wiretaps. Goodell's not going to be doing that. Yes, right. So I think this is a big deal. Eight two six one nine. Who needs a new handle? Uh, is saying it's a no deal, and Angie screaming at the top of her lungs saying no deal. They are longtime friends. They are longtime friends who are now both available, and and when you're close, there's some there could be something there. And yeah, they're, Mike they're, Rebel doesn't have a quarterback. They're available, yes, and they have similar. They have the same needs. They both want to win a Super Bowl again. And I said there's no baby involved with this FaceTime, and Trey brings up, Tress brings up that there's a Lombardi Trophy baby in the future, maybe. But they have the same goals they both want to win a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick Mike Vrabel wants to win a Super Bowl as a coach Tom Brady wants to win number seven Mike Vrabel needs a quarterback what do you think about Matt Moist coming here and saying don't mix friends with business I agree with that overall but but sometimes and this is how coaching works is you hire the people you're most comfortable with you so there in, in case you hire your friends Sometimes it's okay because you know how each other work, but you know, we were business partners or we were, you know, in business before we became friends. And I, I just think that's kind of how Tom Brady and Mike Vrabel are. They, well, they, they align, they work well. It wouldn't be fun. It actually lines up perfectly. You could do the decision to the TB decision and uh, Jim, Jim Gray, Gray who has, is his best friend, yeah, right? Basically. Best friend. How did, Jim, how did Jim Gray become this? Because he's just very well respected. I know, I know, but like Jim Gray is very well respected. I, I know that, but like, why? I, I want to know how. Like, I want to know. I think his work. No, I know that, but I want to know <laughs> from Jim Gray and others. 
I want to know the story. I guess that's what I'm saying. I want to know why, how did Jim, because Jim Gray Jim, not, and Jim Gray FaceTimes with Tom Brady. That's a fact. Jim Gray doesn't do a lot of stuff. I mean, you don't see Jim Gray all over social media. He's just always talking to Tom Brady and the biggest star. That's who we need on this is Jim Gray. Yes. What? Where's it, Jim Gray's input? Where's Jim Gray? Where's Jeff Darlington? We need Jim, Jim Gray. G-Man on base says Jim Gray's a nerd. Well, he's a, and, and, and he's a very he informed says, who nerd. Who is Jim Gray? Jim Gray knows everything. <laughs> Who's Jim Gray? <laughs> Jim Gray. We need Jim Gray. Jim Gray was the host of LeBron James' decision. He also talks to Tom Brady more than anybody not named Giselle. Because Jim Gray interviews Tom Brady every week for every football in every football season. Jim Gray's a big Tom Brady guy, and Tom Brady's a big Jim Gray guy. These are facts. And, and for whatever reason, that's just how it happened. They it's do FaceTime. And somebody asked there, does Jim Gray make $17 million a year? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, I, don't, I know, don't know. But I do know one guy who does. <laughs> and that is Zach's guy, Tony Romo. Tony Romo signing a $17 million deal. The impact of that. But first... Let me tell you guys about Mandu. Mandu is the pulse of fitness. 15 minutes of Mandu. That's one workout for 15 minutes. Simulates over five hours in the weight room. How is that possible? Because of the science of full body electronic muscle stimulation. Later on this week, time, dates yet to be set. I will attempt to have a better vertical jump than Juwan Jennings at the combine, 29 inches, and I think I can get, I can do that. Do you think? Are you just as confident as you were Friday? Yeah, I think so. I think so because I've been doing Mandu for now just at a year. I've lost 20 pounds of fat. I've increased my muscle strength. I think, and I jumped 26 inches at the NFL draft in April. And I was 20 pounds heavier. But Mandu can help you achieve your fitness goals in 2020. I think that you there's a possibility. Yeah, I had 34-inch vertical in high school. Now, that was 13 years ago, but you never know. I'm not 30 yet around the corner. But Mandu.com, I've lost over 8% body fat uh, since July with all the things that Mandu can show me about my body. The science is real. The results can be real. Mandu.com, that's where to go. All right, the question is, is Tony Romo the best analyst of any level of football? Now, that's a tough question. Yes. God, and I love Tony Romo. Analyst. Not play-by-play, just straight-up analyst. Mm, I think it's it's close. It's between two guys. Okay, and I congratulations, Tony, on your new contract. I'm glad that you're going to be in our living rooms for years to come with your buddy, Jim Nance, not Jim Gray. I think it's a, it's a close race between two guys, all right? Tony, because it's pro football, because I just, I think... Everybody recognizes him. He was the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. But I think it's between Tony Romo and Kirk Herbstreet. And I love both of them. I think they both do a superb job. Never question them. Never get angry at them. Always when they're on TV, I'm kind of drawn to them. But though it's, it, I think it's a two-horse race. Sure as hell, it's not Booger McFarland. No. But Tony Romo has unbelievable because of the way that he predicts things, Right is he's just so damn good. He's so damn likable. I've never, I, you rarely hear anything bad about Tony Romo. Correct. Now, some people think Tony Romo can be annoying. They think that the bit of predicting things is annoying and they just want to watch it. But he's games. not getting him wrong. But, ten, but Tony Romo, a $17 million per year contract. That's more money than all but three years that Tony Romo made as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback in, as, in an NFL quarterback contract. And I, I saw a bunch of NFL players. I saw Odell Beckham Jr. 
uh, and and DeAndre Hopkins tweet back and forth about how they're just going to get their own show because Tony Romo is making all that money. That's more money than than DeAndre Hopkins is making. It's more money than a lot of most NFL players. Like ninety percent of NFL players don't make as much as Tony Romo does this season, which is is insane. He's worth it, but he was also a bidding war. That's the yes, reason why he is worth it, and he has an impact on a lot of different things. It's a Tony Romo is a domino effect. We talk about how uh, Tom Brady could be. The, the domino or what Peter King wrote this morning is that Tom Brady is paralyzing the entire NFL because without the Tom Brady domino, what else is going to fall in place? Without Tony Romo, like how does this impact things? Because now, uh, right after the CBA, is all of these TV contracts that are coming up in the NFL. And now CBS has just committed so much money. But Orlando brings up CBS doesn't have a salary cap. <laughs> You'll get a like for that. That's, that's true. But CBS has committed so much money to their number one broadcast team to make sure, to make damn well sure that they do not allow the NFL to go elsewhere with their main contract. So CBS is doubling down. Uh, I, that but, wasn't going to go But anywhere. But the, the, the TV contract. That contracts, wasn't about the NFL. It was about ESPN. Right. And now. So that was but, not about Okay, the but now. ESPN, ABC, how does that work out with Monday Night Football? Because there's been a lot of conversations about ESPN wanting to move Monday Night Football back to ABC. And that that can get more viewers, they can make more money off of it because it's not on a cable network, that it's on ABC that everybody can get with rabbit ears. And so who would they want to get for their uh, color analyst for that game? They thought Tony Romo would be in the bidding for ABC to have. But nobody's, you're not going to beat Tony. That's right. There's not anybody so, out there in the pro game that is better or even on the same level as Tony Romo as a color commentator. Peyton Manning? I'm not talking about like But they flirted level. with that. I know that. But right? now but now the money's bigger. Because Tony Romo is making seventeen million dollars a year to let's face it, call seventeen regular season games and like at most or at least twenty games a year, right? Not counting preseason. That's it for $17 million. Tony Romo's not doing a studio show during the week. He's not doing... Who does uh, the Thursday night games? Uh, that was Fox. Fox oh, yeah, got Fox this. just got that. So, right. see, so Tony Romo's doing like 20 games outside of preseason stuff. Maybe every once in a while they get the Super Bowl. So now, that's for $17 million, if you're looking at... If Peyton Manning is saying, okay... I think the money has been raised by like it's, the think, money's been over triple. I think Peyton Manning would immediately bring the name recognition. I don't know if Peyton Manning would bring the full likability on the broadcast. Now, again, Peyton, Peyton Manning's Man- a very likable character, he's, right? He's the but most successful pitch man. You've in never you've never heard him color commentate a football game full time. Correct. That, that's that's like, all I'm saying about we that. Never I'm not Tony, saying that Peyton Manning's not likable. And, and that's what makes this interesting because we had never heard Tony Romo do that until he was hired to do and that. And he was amazing. Right. And so and then Jason Witten happened and that was awful. Right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. No, I and Jay, Jason Witten's a very likable character. For every Tony Romo, there's a Jason Witten. And and really there's probably a, there's a lot more Jason Wittens than there are Tony Romo. I just think that that bar is set so high that even if Peyton Manning and Peyton did come out and say that the reason why he didn't start broadcasting right after he retired is because he didn't want to call uh, games against or with Eli. In Eli the is gone. Eli is gone. Yes. So I do think that ESPN has to, I'll just go ahead and say this, 
ESPN, if they want to actually compete, they need to sack up and pay Peyton Manning $20 million a year. Yeah, Roderick's saying Gus Johnson, Gus Johnson, Gus, Gus Johnson, go YouTube Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson is the lead college football play-by-play guy for Fox. He he's does, stuck in the Big 12. He, he, and well, He's there, the big noon broadcast, Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt. Those games got a lot better this past season. A lot better, a lot, but... Again, that's what I said, a lot better. They're not great by any means, but... They put on a way better product than Monday Night Football currently has been the last couple of years with Tessator, Booger, and Witten. And then last year, just Tessator and Booger. Booger is bad. We know that. And ESPN cannot move Monday Night Football to a- uh, ABC with Booger McFarland. That, that will not fly. And the only big-name option that will automatically be a shoe-in win would be Peyton Manning. And $17 million for It's Tony not a shoe-in complete win because you've never heard Peyton Manning be a color but commentator. we've seen Peyton Manning be the most successful pitchman in commercial pitchman history. But being a pitchman in a commercial is not the same but thing also, as breaking down the game every, well, every single week. We've also seen for two or three years now, I can't remember exactly, uh, Peyton Manning break down film on ESPN Detail. And that's... Not nothing. That's reps. And now it's not live reps. I get that. But that's reps of Peyton Manning breaking down game on video for us, for him to at least learn some stuff. He hosted the Peyton's Places thing this past year for NFL 100. So he's got a bunch of, he's got charisma. He's got a lot of things. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. But we don't know. We have not seen him fully in that setting. So ESPN now is stuck with Booger McFarland. Would you? This is like, would you rather slit your right or your left wrist? But is it Booger McFarland or Jason Jason Witten? Who would you prefer? Booger. I would prefer Booger. I, I. He's so bad. But Booger McFarland was set up in an awful situation the first year. Yeah, the Booger. They should have never put him in the Booger mobile because there's lack of communication. But he's that. still not very good. He's not, but he's better than Jason Witten. Jason Witten said, "Pull a rabbit out of your head." Not out of your hat, out of your head. And that wasn't an act. He, now, he took it the right way, made fun out of it, and in front of himself. But Jason Witten botched, like, sayings every week. Well, you just can't be on that stage, get paid the amount of money that you do, and make those kind of mistakes. But uh, Booger doesn't do a very good job. That's my opinion. I don't, like, dislike. Look, I used to watch Booger McFarland play football. He played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I know a lot about Booger McFarland. But as a color commentator on the biggest game of the week, yeah. Besides Sunday Night Football, like that, that's, I need somebody that's good. And Zach Reagan brings somebody up too. Greg Olson. Greg Olson would be tremendous. Too bad he went to Seattle. Uh, He did a good job with the XFL. Again, I'm just willing to replace Booger with somebody else. Right, but you got to have somebody. Uh, With somebody else. Right, and I think the, the biggest, what about Randy Moss? Because, you know, Craig, I listened to Clay, no, I think Randy I listened to Clay a, Travis he, this morning on Outkick for a few minutes. He, he's a good studio guy, but he's not uh, that a game experience. I don't think that. I think you need some fresh blood. Do I do think. Kirk Herb Street? No, because he stay, stay, don't mess with something that is already good, right? Uh, just stick. But don't do anything this. with Kirk. ESPN's college football depth chart or their bullpen when it comes to college football analysts is way deeper than anything they have for the NFL. But don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. And because they essentially they pulled Booger from talking about college football to now talking about pros, right? They did that already. They need to go out and get somebody that 
is good, that's quality, and you're going to have to take a chance, right? I, I think somebody knew, so you're excited. At least you're going to get two weeks out of it, right? You're, you're gonna, there's going to be some buildup. So I, I don't have any suggestions. I, I, if it's Greg Olson, I don't really know, but I am. Well, Greg Olson's now with the Seahawks. I'm out. So, and Mr. Goodbar said Nate Burleson. I like Nate Burleson in studio. Nate Burleson did a couple like London games, and look, he's he needs to work on his his uh, his color commentating skills more than just being thrown. Because again, you, you don't want to throw somebody into Monday Night Football that's not prepared for it. I think Peyton Manning would be able to handle that. Wasn't that so subtle Greg Olson just goes to the Seahawks? It's like the only contract that's been signed. Yeah. Like the only contract that's been signed in the NFL is Greg Olson to the Seahawks. Well, there was one like the Cardinals re-signed uh, their tackle for a lot of money, but that there's been nothing else. It's because this CBA thing... The CBA holdup and then Tom Brady holdup has just shut down the league for all like contract negotiations uh, as we lead up closer to uh, the legal tampering period. Yeah, so uh, again, that's uh, that's something for ESPN and ABC to figure out. It, it certainly is. A to Z Sports here live on a Monday. We've got some audio for you, and that is can't miss audio when it comes to the NFL Combine what Trey Adams from Washington said when he was asked, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? But first, let me tell you guys about RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for because there are alternatives when it comes to selling your home. You can continue to build that equity in your home without selling it because you sell it, poof, it's gone. But by renting it out to others to pay your mortgage and then some. So you create an extra cash flow for you and your family and you continue to build that equity that you're building at a rapid pace here in Nashville. RentersWarehouse.com. They can help you build that long-term wealth through rental property and they do all the work for you at RentersWarehouse.com. It is Sports. We're powered by TennesseeTickets.com. Promo code AZ10 saves you $10 at checkout for any game you want to go to. You want to go to a Titans game this year, you want to go to a Preds game, you want to go to a Nashville concert, $10 off at checkout. Also, if, if you're a PSL holder and you are asking to re-up your season tickets and you want a quick and good way to sell your season tickets or single-game tickets, TennesseeTickets.com will buy those from you uh, at a great market price. So check them out, TennesseeTickets.com for that. Now, Zach, you found Saturday morning, I believe, I think one of the best videos of the weekend that didn't have to do with Tom Brady. I was DM'd this in a group me, and I immediately was like, this is gold. This is a viral-type video. It's got, I don't know how many views on Twitter. It had uh, 760,000 views on Twitter the last time I looked before the show. It's a, it's a great video. Great video. So, let's play it. Trey Adams getting interviewed at the Combine. This slipped through the cracks of the television FCZ model. <laughs> If you can change anything about yourself, what would it be? Uh, shit. Maybe, uh, <laughs> bigger dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, is there someone in the National Football League? <laughs> so just, Ned, the guy who's interviewing him has no idea what to do next, but the little giggle there from all sides. Trey Adams, the most honest man in America. Yeah, I and you know what? I that's a great answer, right? It's it's honest. If you're a guy out there, you've definitely thought about that. And it's on the spot. You really can't sit there and say, "Well, no, that's not true. That's probably true, right?" Because it's just one of those things. 
So I, Trey Adams, a lot of respect. He definitely climbed my big board. If I was a GM, <laughs> he climbed my big board a little bit. Seth uh, says, say it for the people in the back. Because <laughs> everybody probably would appreciate a little bit more uh, of that. So that leads us to this question. that if What would be one thing you could change about yourself? What would it be? And it's a hard question. It it's hard not question. easy. Especially if you're just randomly just throwing this. Now, you guys have had some time to think about it. So the question we're asking is, if you could change anything about yourself, what would it be? Austin, I'll put you on the spot. If you change one thing about you, what would it be? I think it would be my level, my ability to be more patient on a consistent basis. I've got to be more patient. And that's something that I am awful at. And again, in a year and a half plus of marriage, I've gotten better at, but I have to be more patient as a human being in so many different ways. That is one thing that would make me a more pleasant individual and that is just being more patient. See, I think that's tough because I think that's honest. But also, do you think that saying that would hurt your draft stock? Uh, no. Well, patience, right? You, you, you want more. So that means you jump the gun. Does that mean that you're going to get a bunch of offsides penalties for us? No, Are you going to cost that, us the game because of that? No, it's being more patient. Well, because you're not, you're impatient. No, that's not. But no, no, no. But I, I say all these things because when you're answer, when you're answering the question in front of a NFL GM or an exec, you want something that doesn't really hurt your stock. And maybe that, what you just said, which was honest. Yeah, Kevin says I thought Austin stock. was going to go with height. I'm 5'11". I'm plenty tall enough. I, I, again, I, I don't care about height. Uh, and then play it again. Uh, we're getting several people asking to play it again. Jacob Kine says he would, he would ask for less fur, which maybe Buck Rising can uh, agree with on that one. So here's Trey Adams at the Combine asked a very important question about himself. If you can change anything about yourself, what would it be? Uh, shit. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> next question. Okay. Next question. So, Zach, what's yours? Mine, I think being more patient doesn't hurt me in my draft stock because everybody could be more patient. People like when people are patient. I And I we had a chance to think about this because we knew that we were going to talk about it on the segment. And I really looked in the mirror and, you I'm know. perfect. No. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say that. But you went with like patience. Yes. You, you went with something like that. A characteristic, yeah, not right? like a physical thing that Trey Adams went with. Right. And I'm, I don't really want to change anything about my personality. I don't. I, yeah, I could be more patient. I could have a little bit more understanding of tone. But I don't care. And that's, I think, what makes Zach Bingham Zach Bingham well, is the, there, there's just a portion of me that I don't give a rip. Okay, so and P, if you can judge me based on that, that's fine. Again, I and Austin has called me this numerous times on the show. I can be an asshole at times. That's fine. I <laughs> get that. My go-to descriptive. Word. But it also that's what makes me who I am, and I truly believe that that is one of. There's a lot of reasons why this company is successful, yeah. and so I don't change anything as a characteristic. I kind of look in the physical aspect. I mean, Trey Adams really—it's a perfect answer because that's like a yeah. You know what? You're right. Sure, why not? But I, to not go that same route, I think I would like to be six six. Yes, I want to be 6'6 because I play basketball. I still do. I'm 32 years old. Sprained both wrists yesterday, apparently. It, yeah, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. One more than the other. Uh, but we're healing. I'm, I'm icing them right now. But 
But uh, I, I, I think I'd want to be 6'6". Six, six. And 6'2", six, that's where I am right now, 6'2", and some change, that's fine. But I think being 6'6", six, six, playing basketball, something that I love, that would help me. Right? And you talk about dunk. I would be able to dunk. Would you? I, I If I'm 6'6", six, six, I think I'm going to be able to dunk. Pretty positive on that. If I can, if I could touch the rim oh, now, yeah. that's gonna give me the inches enough well, to do. Because dunk. if you can touch the rim, can you grab the rim? Can, uh, you, can you hang? I cannot hang right okay. now. But that's so, not that's not one of those things. Well, the, the, I don't sharpen my game on trying to no, jump of course higher. Not. Like you're not out there buying. I, I'm the, I'm shooting more jump remember shots. Jump soles. It was a thing that like I had them when I was in high school. You wore they were like weighted toe shoes that you walk around in so you could jump higher in. Uh, but it, yeah. I, and you need six inches above the rim to be able to flush it down. That's that's. Kind and of Jacob has said something that he would want to change about me, and that is if Zach could admit when he's wrong. I'm going to give that uh, my love of the show. <laughs> and, and that that's fine, but it, it's like it, it's like anything. This show is if I don't believe that I'm wrong, I'm not going to admit I'm wrong. Right? That doesn't make any sense to me. So that is a part of the show. Uh, so what would you guys change if you're about yourself if you're asked? Brian says he's five eight and he dunked in high school. Woo. Uh, Dwan brings up a good uh, good question. When's the first A to Z three on three basketball tournament for charity? That's not a bad idea. I don't know. I got to heal up. <laughs> well, you're just gonna get hurt again. It's gonna go from your toe. Now you sprained your wrists. Then you hurt your shoulder. What else have you done? You've 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 jammed numerous. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, this all... this thing's jammed. Yeah, yeah. So you're just gonna get hurt again. So you you might as well just do it whenever. So be if I could change about anything, not, be, be immortal. Yes. Be less injury prone. <laughs> be less like Jake Glocker. Be less injury prone. That should be your one thing. Yeah. I, and yeah. Again, that's that's the thought process. I just went with height. <laughs> <laughs> the easy way out. All right. A to Z Sports. One thing, Zach, that you did do. Uh, uh, Saturday is you went to Nissan Stadium for the first ever Nashville SC game. I did not. I'm interested to hear uh, what you had to say about it. I'll just make it simple for you. I want you to grade your your experience watching Nashville's first ever MLS game with Atlanta United besting Nashville SC 2-1. to one. Uh, Atlanta United, really good team. So I want your grade on your overall experience. Uh, but first, remind the fine folks about TennesseeTickets.com. Promo code AZ10 right there at checkout. You'll get $10 off. Uh, I do think the Nashville SC first game experience was cool. I think that a lot of people were excited. I haven't been to a Titans game in a long time because obviously we've been, we do the show. We went to a preseason game, but like a big time game. And it felt like, a big-time match. Now, I don't know how much they'll hold over in the, the weeks to come on their home games, but the MLS, I watched a little bit of MLS yesterday. No. Yeah, just like a tiny so bit. you're in. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued because of Nashville, right? We talked about that. If they were the XFL Nashville Sabercats, or no, 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 it's it's the Hotcocks, excuse me. Yes. If it was the Nashville Hotcocks, I would be in attendance and I would probably be all in. Here's one thing that I struggle with, and this is not necessarily a Nashville SC. I think they did a fantastic job. I thought the experience, the stadium, the 59, drinks. 59,000 people. One problem, this is, this is a Nissan Stadium thing. When I buy a Dos Equis, give me a lime. At least have a lime, yeah, right? They didn't even have limes. That's importante. Yes, the, yes. That, so, uh, what, does that make any sense? What? That's... 
Oh, that's very, okay. Very important. All right. So <laughs> I just said, no, I just said it's important. So I do think that, I think overall it was a fun experience. My problem was, and here was the big yes, thing. Yes. Bring it. It's because I, it's what I warned. It's what I mentioned. About I, the, the only goal that has ever been scored in Nashville SC history. I was taking a leak. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we're celebrating in the bathroom. You just hear like the concrete, like cinder blocks. Rattle. That sucked. I'll just be honest. And again, it's it's a sport problem. It's a me problem. It's all that. But I'm sitting there peeing, and that's when the goal is scored. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, again, that's that's well, my, crap. It's my biggest conundrum with soccer games is I don't know when because there is there's only one opportunity to use the bathroom or go get a new drink. And it's halftime. And I drink and, more than that. <laughs> and everybody is doing the same damn thing. And you're right. Like two beers, it, the 24-ounce beers or whatever. Yeah, they are. I'm going to be done with those before halftime, and I, I want to go get more. I mean, I probably drank ooh, five or six, I would say. And not all of them were 24 ounces, but they were 16 at least. So, yeah, my bladder can't hold it's that. It's a little cold, so you had to get a little... Uh, and it was cold, but... So you had to get a little liquid jacket on there. Yeah, so, and again, that that, that was that was great. Alex just says hold it. It was fun. They said, no. Zach, bathroom would only have to. You don't, you don't hold it. I, again, that but that was the problem about... and But that's soccer, right? You're not going to get the 10-9 the game. That's just not how that works. You're probably going to get 2-1, 2-0, 3-0, something like that. Yeah. And I just missed the only goal. But o- oh, overall, great. Because we've been to the USA-Mexico game before. You've been to other, like, uh, you know, international games at Nissan Stadium. A B? I mean, I give it a B. But again, I'm not a huge soccer guy. If I was a massive soccer to, guy, just, that would that not, would make, raise right, my grade. Because grill. Orlando talks about how Nashville SC got hosed. There was an offsides that, or should have been an offsides that led to Atlanta's second goal that was the eventual game winner. Uh, where Nashville guys kind of stopped playing because they thought the guy was offsides. Here's what I'll say: is it's a B, but it could easily move up to an A minus to an A grade if they start getting their identity, and that just takes time. I'm sure. not sitting there like they they need a chance. They need something like the Preds did of you suck, but they need their own type of because they had should like they cheerleaders. Adopt, should they adopt the you suck for the opposing goalie. I, I would love that but, because but, everybody already knows what to do. But they want that. They got to make that their own. Look, they tried to set up. They have an anthem. They had all, all that stuff. They had people not even watching the game. They probably had about five or six guys in the south end zone, like, you know, clapping, trying to get people right. up, all that stuff. But they need something that is Nashville SC's own. And, and that, that will and, just and, take time. Because it has to be organic. Like you, it, Well, it needs to be organic. Because it's hard to fabricate something that just takes hold. Like... They tried, like the Preds tried to change the goal song from away from Tim McGraw, and it didn't work. Like, you've got to have the thing that works in Nashville and stick with it and let that grow. And I think it needs, and this time. is something they, they put out this huge tarp that had Johnny Cash flicking off the crowd, but Nashville SC's logo. I actually put that up on our social media this morning. They need cool. to go towards Cash. And Johnny Cash is respected. It's country. It's cool, right? It's it's not country that... Yeah, well, it's not people, bro country. It's, it's not, not like what, your boys Tyler no, and Brian, yeah, right? It's not eye-roll country music. It's cool Johnny Cash stuff. So I Everybody think likes Johnny they Cash need stuff. to figure out something like that of getting on board with Johnny Cash and having some the, the cool part about that. Right. So, I, again, I... 
a B right now, but it can move up to B plus, A minus, and A if they do some of those things. But that's just going to take time. Right out of the gates. But look, they're not a C, they're not a D, and they're not an F. G-Man says Johnny Cash transcends all. Uh, I would agree with that for the most part. Uh, But 59,000 people at that game. Obviously, they're not going to average 59,000 people at the games the rest of the season. That's just not realistic. But was Saturday enough for you to go to another game? Yes. Was Saturday so Saturday so you're Plus in. I had good seats. I was probably I would say twenty rows from the field in the in the like the fan crowd section, right. like with Nashville. So and that was strategized. The only time I've been to a soccer game was in the end zone. Yeah, it was kind of the same play when we I've went been to together. multiple games in Nissan Stadium. But they're, 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 they're flying flags, they've right. got their like it, there was it was cool. It was cool. And that's important because if you you go to that experience it needs to be cool to get you back. It can't be like like the outcome of the game. That was kind of minor, in my but opinion. Especially for this one, like they're gonna have to be successful. They're gonna have to score goals. They're gonna have to win games for longevity. But yeah, and I think Nick, I think Rick, excuse me, is correct. Fifty nine thousand people were at that game, and the Preds were playing at the same time, half a mile away. Well, Saturday night, there's football season's over. It's not that surprising. But, you know why? Because that like. People in Nashville always look for things to do. We're a very active community. We always have been, probably always will be. That was not that surprising to me. Saturday night, and this is, I think, a lot of Nashvillians or people that have moved here, I'm going to go do something. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something. I've I've said over the last few weeks, I thought they'd probably have around 45,000 people there because Rick brings up 15K Atlanta fans. I thought it would be more. I thought it would be like twenty thousand. And they Atlanta put the, they shoved them in the top right Good, corner where they deserve. But they were loud. Yeah, I mean, sure. They've they, 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 been doing this. There were a lot of Atlanta. I mean, you saw a lot of Atlanta jerseys, and and you know, I, so I, it was it was a fun experience. I would go back, and I would recommend anybody who lives in Nashville or will travel to Nashville to check it out. Buy the tickets at TennesseeTickets.com, obviously, yes. and help support our, our sponsor. But go to a game. Go to the experience. It's not going to break the complete bank, right? I think- no, very affordable prices. And I actually saw uh, somebody complain that Ticketmaster's tickets had fees that were just as much as the damn ticket. So TennesseeTickets.com will save you some money on some national SC tickets. Here, here's a problem, and I, and I don't want to end this thing on a bad note, okay. but uh, the one my, problem I have with soccer are they got – pansy ass players that look like they got shot and they roll over and keel over as a strategy to waste time. Now there was an Atlanta player that seriously, I think got hurt. He was rolling around and then he tried to play. I don't know if it was ACL or his knee He tried to come back and play. He couldn't do it. And he just hit the ground. Like that's fine. But that's my one issue with soccer. And that's not going away is you cannot don't fake injuries, right? That, that drives me nuts. And I don't know I, I get it's a strategy, but it, it's a bad look, and it's not going away. Yeah, do, I, do you get that? Yeah, I think he tore his ACL. I think he did too, and I, it, I, I, and I, it was, but and it looked bad. And in those cases, I completely sympathize. They carried him off in one of the like the carry stretchers, so I sympathize with that guy. It's unfortunate. I hope he gets better, but that's the problem. Nine it's from now. it's crying wolf. Right. Yes. So, so, so my, when he went down, the first thing that I saw, or I thought of is like, get up, dude. Right. Are you kidding right. me? Like, Jose, yeah, Jose Martinez, multiple people say he tore his ACL, but you're expecting him to just need the magic. Because spray everybody, because everybody cries wolf. Yes. Right. So that, 
But that's a, that's a soccer thing. That has nothing to do with Nashville SC or you know the Atlanta. I love this. Alex, Juan, Sean. They flop like LeBron, Juan. They have LeBron on the team, Sean. Kind of like LeBron versus the Grizzlies? No, it's not like LeBron. LeBron does not flop at the rate of these soccer players. <laughs> you cannot sit there and look yourself in the mirror you've, and into your telephone or, your or iPad or computer watching uh, us right now and and vehemently say that LeBron flops just like all these pansy-ass soccer players that hit the deck and flail around like they're fish out of water. Give me a break. Can't do it, won't do it. Look yourself in the mirror because that's a lie. The results are in. Do, does LeBron flop at times? Yes, he absolutely does. But not like these soccer guys. So come on. <laughs> Orlando, Jeez. Says, I, Orlando just says, I beg to differ. <laughs> All right, A to Z Sports on a Monday. Enjoyed the show. Great interaction from you guys. Covered a lot of topics. Tom Brady rumors. Tony Romo, $17 million a year. Uh, what would you change about yourself from Trey Adams? And then Zach's Nashville SC experience where he's taking a leak during Solid the Solid B. I don't want to be peeing, though, while action's going on. Well, that's, that's on you. That's you. I, I, no, it's a game problem. Yeah. I, get, I get it. I, there's no fix. But I got to pee. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a paying customer. Yeah, I'm, I'm funding the stadium. Yeah, I know. Right? So it, it's just it's hard to swallow when, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm high-fiving guys. Here's the other thing. I'm peeing. The goal's scored, and they've got the, the radio broadcast on or in yeah, the screen. And I'm sitting there. I'm just getting done peeing. I'm, I'm high-fiving, guys. Pre-wash? No, yeah, pre-wash. Yes, of course pre-wash. I just got done peeing. The goal is when you're, the goal scored. offhand? I, I mean, it was hand, right? I mean, <laughs> so I, do, do, do I have corona now? I don't know. That, well, that's the coronavirus thing I don't want to get into today. Uh, with the Corona beer stuff, because that was ridiculous. If you missed that, uh, Buck had his Saturday social uh, column for the first time over the weekend on our website, ADZSportsNational.com, where you can read more about the Corona beer virus. Here's a little tease for tomorrow. So our end of show topic tomorrow will, will have to do with this. After the game, we're walking back down to Broadway across the pedestrian bridge. All right? Now think about this, because this is a very good question. Would you die if you jumped off that bridge? We had a, oh, 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 don't say a word. We had a full-fledged bridge discussion on the bridge. I think a certain way, and another one of my buddies, Griff, he thinks another way. I saw a tweet about something. I was right. like, oh, that, something's going on. Right? That's the question tomorrow. If you, and don't do it, right? Full disclosure, yeah, don't seriously. do this. Don't try it out. Don't do it. But that's what we'll talk about tomorrow. Buck's first day on the job, we actually had to handle something that almost happened like that. All right. right. That'll be tomorrow's end of show topic. But enjoy your Monday. Have a good Monday. Buck Rising. We'll be back uh, for A to Z Sports primetime okay. later Vic, on. Vic, don't, Vic, Victor, don't, don't. Victor. No, Vic. Ty, I'm not going anywhere. Oh you can leave. Gosh. I've got to address oh this. Oh, my gosh. Victor, you're being very delusional, Zach. Maybe actually watch more games before talking about a sport. Victor, are you freaking insane? All right, Zach. Dude, okay, are okay. you kidding me? These guys flop. Soccer players flop. It's a fact. Like, you cannot deny that, Victor. It doesn't take a, a, a genius. You don't have to watch a lot of games to know that, Victor. Okay? That's not fair. 
You can't sit there and say, I got to watch the whole damn. I, I've watched soccer before, bud. I've watched numerous World Cup games. I've watched games. I've been at games. I've been to numerous games. I've been to more games than my cohort here, Austin. I know they flop. So <laughs> th- 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 this, this is a bad take, and you will get. I didn't throw out a love of the show. You're going to get a wow. No, a wow. Are you kidding me, Victor? I appreciate your top fan badge, but that was weak. Okay. Have a good good day, sir. Good day, sir. (laughs) See you later.